Spoiler alert! This podcast will discuss events in the most recent episode of the television show it covers. If you do not wish to be spoiled, please watch the most recent episode before listening. Dedicated to Showtime series Homeland, you are listening to the Homeland Field Division podcast. And now here's your host, Matt Murdick. Hey, and welcome to Homeland Field Division podcast, where we're taking a look at Season 5, Episode 7, Oriole, written by Alex Gonza and Patrick Harbinson, and directed by Leslie Linka-Gladder. My name is Matt Murdick, and I am from homelandfielddivision.wordpress.com. That's your one-stop shop for all things this podcast. You can also find me on Twitter at Homeland Field, and if you have any thoughts about the episodes of Homeland, you can feel free to tweet me there or you can send an email to Homeland Field Division Podcast at gmail.com or you can leave a voicemail on the Rewatching Good TV listener line 314 669 1840. I have to say, first of all, I apologize uh, for getting this out late. I was not able to watch the episode until Monday morning and I have now watched the episode. Um, one of the things that struck me, of course, in the wake of all of the attacks in Paris, um, Homeland did put up a, a warning about the nature of the show due to that. And I, of course, extend my sympathies and solidarity with Paris and also with any community that has been ravaged by any kind of attack over the years. Um, you know, we we always focus in when... Um, Innocents are taken out in terrorist attacks, but sometimes innocents are taken out in military attacks as well. And uh, so any community that has been ravaged by violence over the years, uh, I stand with you and um, extend my sympathies. Uh, Let's move on to talking about the episode, though. Uh, Finally, we have this connecting piece between the Russians, Carrie, and the Files. It's taken a while, and I'm not even sure the significance of this yet, why the Russians want this guy, this Iraqi lawyer, why they want to hide him in the first place, or, or what kind of a vital file that was in that safe is going to be. I'm sure that's all going to be told in, in future episodes. We saw Carrie's past field work pay off uh, for her before in this show, and I, I like when they do that. It reminds you of kind of the hard work that Carrie did for the CIA back in the day when she was building assets, when she was handling people. And I guess during her Baghdad station days, um, she had this code name, Oriole, which of course is the title of the episode. And I can't remember if we've heard that before. I don't think we have. Um, we also now know that Allison has worked the Baghdad station as well prior to Carrie even getting there. So I guess that implies something about Allison in that she's been working the whole double agent thing um, for quite a while, as far back as to the time before Carrie ever got to the Baghdad station. So she's been playing this double game for a long time, and and for the thrills, really? I mean, according to the conversation with Ivan, um, the thrill is the thing that keeps her in it and I'm just sitting there thinking wow she must be a pretty insatiable personality about anything in life if that's her primary reason for uh, doing this thing I had hoped that 
at one point that maybe Allison uh, was a double-double agent. You know, maybe that she had been planted by the CIA to get in with the Russians so that they could turn it around on them, even if that meant uh, betraying things that the CIA was uh, willing to give up in order to help her in a long-term game. But I don't know. This is an awfully long term game so for now i'm going to eliminate that possibility and just say that allison is just bad um i had had one last hope for allison but it seems to have been dashed with this piece of information and in terms of who's playing who i'm still not sure that dar doesn't suspect allison a little bit you know the whole thing with the drive and all of that and maybe even saul uh suspects allison a little bit maybe maybe they are still playing some kind of game but they're playing an awfully strange game with the tipping of these hands with the information about Carrie um, and the files and all of this. I mean, if they are playing a game with Allison, then it would seem to be like the way Littlefinger plays a game in Game of Thrones, right? Because it just seems reckless um, the way they're handling it. And on top of that, the Dar Saul stuff, I mean, if it isn't real, then it sure as heck feels real in terms of they're seeming resentment um, and they're exhibiting it in places where I'm not sure that Allison would benefit, you know, would be able to hear. So um, this actually just may be Dar and Saul unraveling. And then you consider that Saul evidently has reached out to his Israeli friend and, and gotten himself extracted and then is talking about defecting. Um, the defecting part I don't exactly buy yet, but I have to see where it goes. Is it possible that maybe it's the Israelis that Saul and Dar are trying to play? And again, we're like seven episodes in, and I'm still just kind of throwing all kinds of ideas out there, hoping that I come up with enough possibilities that one of them will be right. I I, I know I'm a lot more wrong than I am ever right, but it's kind of like I'm just trying to cover all the numbers on the, on the roulette wheel and... Uh, you know, I keep getting double zero, <laughs> uh, but it's bound to come up for me sometime. If I put enough crazy ideas out there, maybe I'll be right about something. Let's get back to Carrie and her her kind of whole adventure. I've kind of already spoken about, you know, the overall result of the episode. We know that she has to figure out what the Russians want with this guy. But there were some great beats along the way of Carrie's little adventure today. Uh, for me anyway, she still seems very grounded in how she feels about Jonas or Jonas, I guess is how you say it. Even though she's looking at it realistically thinking that, you know, she's not going to be able to, that he's not going to come back to her. Um, she's still thinking about her daughter. She's able to find all of these old contacts and she's piecing everything together. I really like that cabbie in Amsterdam too. Um, that was a nice touch that even though, you know, there was a ton of business that she had to take care of, um, she took time to show interest in her assets. Now, that might possibly be a flaw for a handler um, because you'd have the danger of getting emotionally involved uh, in the outcome of your assets. And you could see here that Carrie was really affected uh, by her friend's death. And I was too. I, I mean... This guy was building a, a, a new life and he was doing good and he got taken down by the Russians and I guess that was a strangler move. I think it was kind of like what we were supposed to see Newman's friend do. 
as far as Carrie getting into the house and, and trying to get the files and whatever, and she got away with a laptop, but when the Russians found out that she was there, uh, and she bailed out the window, I didn't really understand why one of those guys, at least, didn't come out after her and, and, and try and pursue her on foot the same way that she got out. Um, and it was awfully convenient that uh, he was such a bad shot as well, wasn't it? Uh, but we'll we'll just chalk that up to to Carrie being lucky for once. And I guess now because it's all tied to her days as Oriole, and since she wanted to talk to Allison about that, uh, she's walking into this big trap that Allison will no doubt set uh, in the next episode. I'm sure. Uh, just real quickly about Miranda Otto, also who plays Allison. Um, the hyperventilation scene uh, seems a little long to me, but it was still well done. Not not unrealistically long. It just uh, I didn't know if we really needed it in the episode. I guess it was just a chance to show that Miranda Otto can act, and I thought she did fine. Anyway, back to Carrie. Um, the scenes with Newman and Laura, though, those were also fine. I, I feel bad for Newman. He's just trying to find his dead friend. Um, and the whole thing, I guess the idea is that the CIA, I mean, these are obviously classified documents and they don't want Laura or during, uh, publishing any of the stuff. That's an understandable concern. And of course, Allison, she kind of knows the implications, but Saul obviously is the only one who seems to have put any trust in Carrie at this point um, at the station and maybe even in Durings camp right now. I also wonder, does Carrie have the thumb drive on her person? I mean, she didn't stash it somewhere, did she? Like at Durings place or whatever. And speaking of During, he seems to be very helpful to Carrie in this episode when it seems like there might be some benefit for him, right? And I'm not talking about the files. I don't think that it has anything to do with the files. I, I think that since the very beginning of this, when they first went to, um, where did they go? Was it Beirut? Uh, I, I think they've made it pretty clear that that During would kind of, he has an interest in Carrie, uh, a personal interest in Carrie. And then we've seen him, when he gets standoffish about the files, and him and Carrie have just a little bit there. Um, and then the next time we see him when he's talking to Jonas, um, he seems really cold about Carrie. And I'll get to that in a second. But I, I don't think that this, his kind of change of tune about Carrie has anything to do with the files themselves. I, I think that it's when she was talking about how much she still wanted to be with Jonas that, um, turned him off because I think that he honestly thought he had a chance with Carrie. And that to me explains that when Jonas does show up, how he seems so cold about Carrie, he even implies that he won't be renewing her contract. Um, and I just wonder if it's not him merely trying to make sure that this wedge between Jonas and Carrie that exists right now is as wide and as permanent as it possibly can be. And as for Jonas himself, I mean, he seems very concerned about all this stuff that During is saying about Carrie. So I got the vibe that he isn't really out to get her at all right now in this episode, which makes me even more suspicious of him because <laughs> that's the way I roll. Uh, don't want to eliminate any possibilities, right? 
And I guess the only other character that I haven't really talked about much is Quinn. You know, he's more or less set the bait. Uh, he has met up with Dar, has Dar's approval. He doesn't seem to have any remorse about it. I was hoping that there would be some irony in the fact that he was going to have to kill all of his doctor's friends. Um, but he's just back to business and, and seemingly, you know, he's averted a terrorist attack on Berlin. Uh, and he's gotten key information on meeting up with the, one of the higher ups. So he's basically just going to lead the horse to water and then let a wet team come out and take them all out, I guess. And that seems like the smart thing to do because old suicidal Quinn from just two episodes ago, you would have thought that he would have just wanted to try and take him out himself. But now we have this huge flip where he seems to have the will to live. Uh, and, and he's back, back to business. Um, the her the kind of herky jerky back and forth about Quinn has bothered me a little bit over the last couple of episodes, but I mean, it's not that, I don't know what a person who does what he does, how they even process thought period. So I can't really say anything like that, but you just know that at some point uh, with Quinn's operation here, something is bound to go drastically wrong. Right. <laughs> I mean, cause that, that's just the, the way that it goes. Um, so we'll have some excitement. There's not that many episodes left. So we got to have some Quinn, some more Quinn excitement before we get to the end of the season. Uh, either way, I'm I'm on board to see how it pans out. And I guess that's it for me. Uh, how would I rate this episode? I'm going to give it a mid-8, um, like an 8.4, 8.5, somewhere in there. Uh, getting that final piece of the puzzle, um, or at least the, the final connection to Carrie and the Russians with the files uh, was a big deal for me. But since we still don't really know exactly why it should be a big connection, we'll have to see um, if the reveal is worth it. But I guess we'll find out um, next week. And I don't have any feedback for you this week, so that is it. Thanks for listening. This is Matt. Take care. Find all back episodes of the podcast and contact and social media information at Homeland Field Division Podcast. WordPress.com. Submit feedback to the podcast via email at homelandfielddivisionpodcast at gmail.com or by calling the listener line 314-669-1840.